It's time for Rama for Today. I'd held two meetings prior to that time for Max Caesar. You remember Max? Brother, brother Hicks at Foursquare. Uh, down at Redondo Beach, and I knew it changed church, but I didn't know where it was. And so I'm lying there in the bed at 4 o'clock in the morning over in Bellflower, and I looked like I was standing about a block and a half away, and I could see this sign on the corner. And it said, Bell Gardens Foursquare Church. And then it said, Max Caesar Pastor. And then I just went right down that block and a half, and I'm inside the church. Never seen it before, never been inside before. I'm standing on the pulpit, behind the pulpit. And I saw myself point to this lady and say, Sister, the Lord shows me you have a growth in your right breast as big as an egg. You are fearful that it's cancer. But he told me to tell you that it's gone. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Taking Your Place. 31 years ago, 31 years ago, this week, I was preaching in Bellflower, California, in Bellflower Tabernacle, where Brother Andrews was pastor. And we were coming to the end of our meeting, and Brother Andrews said, Brother Hagin, uh, you know, he's preaching. Pastor used to preach in a larger church on Sunday morning. He should. And he said, uh, if you wanted to go somewhere, you don't preach, because that's the way preachers get other openings. People on the field and field ministry. Well, he said, uh, just just uh, go and uh, be, you know, be a free, and then, you know, come back. We close out that night. Well, a Foursquare pastor over at Fullerton had talked to me, and I said, I'll call him, go over there and preach for him Sunday morning. He'd want me to come sometime. But I called, and, and I called the church study or office, and somebody answered the associate pastor, and the pastor was away on vacation. I said, well, I'll just tell him I called and let it go. And I thought, well, I'll just stay here. So Friday night, gotten off to bed. Saturday, we don't have any services. And I was awake at about 1.30 in the morning. Now, let me tell you something else. Let me preach that, that you preachers in on something. If you want to have the miraculous in your life, you've got to live in the miraculous and pray in the miraculous. So I was awake at 1.30 in the morning, and I knew the Lord woke me up because I sleep like a baby. Always have. He gives his beloved sleep. And I knew the Lord awake, just like somebody shook you, somebody you know. And I said, Lord, uh, what is it? You know, I don't know what it is, but something here, so I'll just pray in the Spirit. I don't know what to pray as ought, so I started praying in tongues. Just real quietly. Some people think you've got to be loud or God won't hear you. And so, never waking my wife. She's asleep in the bed right by my side. And I prayed from 1.30 till almost 4 o'clock in the morning in other tongues. And about 4 o'clock in the morning, then the Lord began to speak to me. First of all, you see, Pat was at home expecting, yesterday was Candy's birthday, their oldest child. And she's, uh, well, she's 31 years old. And so she was expecting her. And so the Lord said to me, about time for the baby, we didn't know any problems or anything. The Lord said to me, just as plain as you're talking to me, the baby will be born and the baby will be all right. Everything's going to be fine. And then while I'm praying there, now you said, let me take another little side journey. You don't mind me taking a little side journey, do you? What am I saying? I'm saying the church ought to have the same miraculous working that worked in the life of Jesus. 
He's the head. He's the head. Ken went into the service. He was in the army. He was in the intelligence communication, and he was stationed in Taiwan. I was holding a meeting over here in the First Assembly of God Church in uh, Cushion, Cushion, Oklahoma. We had a little trailer, and I'm, we parked out there behind the church. You see, a little 26-foot travel trailer, 1964. And in the nighttime, I was awakened. I mean, just sat straight up in bed like somebody punched you in the ribs. Sat straight up in the bed. I said, something's wrong somewhere. What is it, Lord? I don't know what it is, but you know. I'm going to pray in the Spirit. You help me. And I began to pray another tongue, never disturb my wife. And then you'll hear Ken tell the story how he was riding a motorcycle. And he's up the mountain, and the thing went off the mountain. I mean, way down there. But some hand picked it up and put the thing back up on the road. Glory to God. You know, it doesn't cost you to serve God. It pays you to. So he said, Pat will be all right. And so... Then I'm praying there again down Bellflower. And, and, and then right there in bed, I saw. I'd held two meetings prior to that time for Max Caesar. You remember Max? Brother, Brother Hicks at Foursquare. Uh, down at Redondo Beach. And I knew it changed church, but I didn't know where it was. And so I'm lying there in the bed, four o'clock in the morning over in Bellflower. And I looked like I was standing about a block and a half away. And I could see this sign on the corner. And it said, Bell Gardens, Foursquare Church. And then it said, Max Caesar, Pastor. And then I just went right down that block and a half, and I'm inside the church. Never seen it before, never been inside before. I'm standing on the pulpit, behind the pulpit. And I saw myself point to this lady and say, Sister, the Lord shows me you have a growth in your right breast as big as an egg. You are fearful that it's cancer. But he told me to tell you that it's gone and then I pointed to a lady sitting on the back pew in the right-hand side. I said, uh, the Lord said to me, shows me that you have a tumor in the back side of your right kidney. Is that right? She said, yes, that's right. I said, he told me to tell you you're healed. So I knew then that I must go over there Sunday morning. And so we, uh, the, see, that's Friday night, so four o'clock Saturday morning. And so I asked Brother, because we stayed in the home of Brother Andrews, I said, where is Bell? See, I should have known. Bellflower, Bell, Bell Gardens. I said, where is Bell Gardens? Well, he said, over here about five miles. I said, is that a, is that a, a long distance call? No, he said, we're in the same area. It's just a local call. So I looked in the phone book and got to Bell Gardens Four Square Church, and I thought, well, this is Saturday. Max will be in his study. And so I called, and he answered. I recognized his voice, and I said, this is the IRS calling. <laughs> and I had him a-going for a while. <laughs> you mean now that you can act foolish and have a little fun, and God will still use me? We was holding a meeting, you know, in the first four-square church in Pueblo, Colorado, where Brother and Sister McClure were pastors. In fact, they held two meetings there. And we stayed with them in the park, and she said, that beats anything i ever seen how in the world God can use him? We had a, we had a woman with, with polio who was instantly healed. And some of the most miraculous healings. In fact, one of the fellows the other day, we were up in Washington and he came to the meeting. I didn't get to see him, but he left a note. And you see, we're talking about 1958. That's 32 years ago. And he's a member of the Four Square Church over in Colorado Springs. He left us a note just the other day because he lives in Washington now. And he had lost his mind. They were going to send him to the asylum. 
Now, he's a Christian. You say, can a Christian have a demon? No, they can't be demon-possessed. But that thing had got hold of his mind. I saw it in the Spirit. Cast it out, and he's instantly healed. I never sent him to this island. And he said to me 32 years later, in his note the other day, I'm still well, still healed. Glory to God. But what I started telling you, what? she said, I've never seen God use anybody so miraculous this way. We had no Saturday. And said, every Saturday, he watches the football game on the TV. And just hollers and laughs and goes on. And then how in the world God can use him? I don't know, but tradition says that the Apostle John had a pet coon. And some of the others criticized him because he had a pet coon. Hey, man, we're just human. I'm not doing it anyway. I'm not doing it anyway. The head of the church, the Lord Jesus Christ is doing it. Man, if it's left up to me to do it, we'd all be in a mess. And you too. So I finally told Max who I was. And I said, Max, uh, and so he said, where are you? I said, I'm over here at Bellflower and Full Gospel Tabernacle, Bellflower. Well, I said, why didn't you let somebody know? And we'd come over. I said, well, I didn't know that you was this close. I didn't tell him I'd seen anything. Didn't tell him I had anything. You make a mistake going around spouting off. After a while, God won't, he won't tell you anything. Amen. And so I said, well, my wife and I are going to come over in the morning and be with you in the morning service. Well, he said, if you come, you're going to preach. No, I said, I held you two meetings and you made me. I did every Sunday morning. I had to preach as well as Sunday night. I've never heard you preach. You preach. I know you're about to already have your sermon. Because you've been studying. No, if you come, you. No, I said, you preach. I didn't tell him I had a thing. Well, he said, if you come, you're going to preach. I said, I'm going to come, but I'm not going to preach. You preach. Well, he said, now, when you come, you come to the back. He said, I'll have a man stationed there and a special place to park. So my wife will tell you, we went, greeted him, greeted his wife. She went on out and sat out. He and I stayed back. The choir marched out and got in place. We marched out on the platform, you see. And I'm still trying to get him to preach. Never said a word about it. They started taking prayer requests. And the lady, I looked for those people and I saw her recognized them. She got up and said, you ladies in the missionary group all know that because you've been praying. I have a growth in my uh, right breast. And the doctors took a biopsy of it and it is cancerous. And I'm going into the hospital Tuesday and I've already signed the paper for them to remove my breast. I just sat there and never said a word. And then a lady on the back pew got up and said, you know, Brother Caesar, they couldn't figure out what's wrong with me. Finally, they said, it's the hardest thing in the world to find. A tumor on the back side of your kidney. They finally got me in position. They said, I have a tumor on the back side. And I'm going in this week, going to the hospital tomorrow. They're going to get me ready and operate on me. Never said a word. Finally, he said, well, Brother Higgins here, he's going to preach. So I got up and preached my sermon. When I got through, I said, now, uh, I just told him what I saw and so on. And I said to this lady, how many of you ladies know that this woman has this? Oh, nearly every woman in the church already knew that. Have any of you ever examined her and know that there's a lump, there's a knot, as large as an egg in her breast? Many of you. I said, all right, Jesus told me it was gone. You take her to the restroom and examine her and come back and tell me what happened. They come back and said, it's gone. We couldn't find it. The other lady said the same thing. I said, don't you let them operate on to you until they take another x-ray because the Lord told me to tell you it's gone. See, the head of the church, he's doing it. I'm not doing it. He's doing it. He knows what he's doing. Man, if he left up to me, I'd get it in a mess. 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the two CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Our Rights in Christ. Also in this package is Lynette Hagen's book, Seed Thought Devotional. Lastly, Kenneth E. Hagen's book entitled, Five Hindrances to Growth in Grace. All this for the special radio price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, I'm always talking about word partners. Well, somebody said, well, what is a word partner? Well, hun, you know, that's just somebody. In fact, every conference that we have, I've had yes. several people come up and they hear about it here uh, that have become a partner. And the yes. partner is somebody that prays for us on a regular basis and then sends an offering at least once a month, whatever they can afford to send to help yes. support Rama, help support this this telecast and all the other things that we do all over the world and you can just go to rhema.org slash WPC and find out all about it and we would welcome you to become a partner with us. For you that are partners with us, we want to thank you for helping us. Monday, Kenneth W. Hagen starts a new and powerful teaching from the Rama Archives. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.